0: you guys. Welcome to lunchtime. Hey. Yay. Yay. <laughs> so this is Taiki as a host in this podcast, and a co-host is Tomoya. And the two guests is, guess it, you enjoy. Every members have different experiences, so we would like to share with them. Let's get started. So, who would you like to first?
1: Yes, yeah, me.
0: Yes, please. Sensei, Hi, guys.
1: Hi. Hi. And hello out there. Today, I want to share my personal experience about learning a new language. Do you think you need to learn a new language before you go abroad? Yes.
2: yes. Yeah. Of course.
1: That's right. You all say yes. But let me tell you, in my case, i didn 't learn Japanese before I went to Japan yes it 's a little crazy, but I have to say it didn 't matter. Let me tell you more details about my story so Three years ago, I came to Tokyo without studying Japanese at that time, I lived with my relative, so even if i couldn 't speak Japanese, there was no inconvenience in my life. However, once my Taiwanese friends come to Tokyo. I went to Ikebukuro to match them. At that time, my smart home didn't connect to the Internet. When I arrived in Ikebukuro, I started looking for the maps. However, all the maps I found was written in Japanese. I could neither understand nor speak Japanese, and I couldn't use my smart home to find out the distance. I feel really bad and anxious about it. In the end, I didn't meet my friends and lost my distance in Ikebukuro Station for about three hours. So... So, how do you think I survived? Well, with this terrible experience, I decided to start Japanese hard. So, I entered a Japanese language school and started ju- studying the basic Japanese grammar. I also attend language exchange seminars, where I met a lot of friends who want to learn Chinese. My Japanese friends and I often practice language and read books in the library together after school. Did it work? Yes, my Japanese has improved a lot since I started exchange languages.
0: So what was the most important life lesson that you learned?
1: Mm, well, the most important life lesson I learned is that if you want to speak a new language well, first, it's better for you to find a language Eastern person or find native people to practice your new languages. You will find that you not only improve your new language but also can learn more about their culture and their life. Second, you need to speak more new languages than speak your native language. Whether you can speak it well or not, just speak it. Like me, I almost speak Japanese every day. Now my Japanese is better than my Chinese. So I think it's possible for you to study abroad without learning the language before. But it could be really hard at first. Don't give up.
3: So do you feel any difficulties now?
1: Yeah, sadly, I still feel some Japanese grammar is unfamiliar. I mean that grammar used in academic writing. For example, when writing an essay or a report, I still need to find out how to write it or how to explain something in Japanese. I feel that speaking is totally different from writing because I have only studied Japanese grammar for a short time and only have very little experience in writing essays. So I'm still bad at writing, although I can speak Japanese well.
0: So from now on, do you have any future goals?
1: Yes, of course. Now I have a new goal. Guess what? I decide to read a Japanese book every day and write a diary. I believe writing diary and reading more books will help me become more familiar with Japanese. So, for all you English language learners out there, try my advice and good luck.
0: Oh, thank you, Joy. Nice experiences, you know. Yes. So, who would you like to go next?
4: I'm going. I'm going. Okay, you. Please. Thanks, Taiki. So, hi, guys and listeners. This is you. So, I'm from Hokkaido, Japan. And I have practiced karate when I was five years old. So, today I'm going to talk about my experience. It con- connected my junior high route. So, in 2013, I went to Osaka to participate karate training camp in the high school. So, that high school is very famous for karate. <clears throat> about 50 junior high school girls and karate club high school girls practiced for two nights and three days. So many of junior high girls came from Kansai area or came with the same school. So almost all of them already had been friends before starting training. It's too bad for me. On the other hand, nobody come, came with me. I went on trip for 14... 1,400 kilometers. I felt alone, and that situation made me nervous. However, I could make some friends and enjoy training with them. So I can enjoy that training. And in the training, so we could sit with friends when we were in mealtime. So in this camp, we had barbecue in last evening. So I was looking forward to that day because I really like eating. So, my friends couldn't eat well because they were too tired to eat, but I ate three times or more as much as my friend did them, maybe so i can I can't eat as much as before now.
5: Oh.
4: Mm. <laughs> then the head coach in the high school in that high school praised me for my eating, so she said, "How will you eat so I think that players who eat will become stronger. Maybe she pressed me only eat, eating, but I was very glad about it. So I finished that camp with satisfaction, and but in December that year, in 2013, head coach called me and she said, please, came to, please come to our school if you want. I want to aim for number one in Japanese high school with you. I can't do what she said, but it is uh, honor for me. So I decided to move to Osaka. I practiced hard to be a champion. So in conclusion, I learned a thing in that camp. Something looks like irrelevant. Sometimes becomes the chance of my dream, because I can say I decide my future future career by eating.
0: Thank you, you. But I have a questions for you. Like, I want to know a comparison between males and females in karate. So, is karate male's competition, isn't it?
4: I think no, but some people connect karate with gender. So, yeah, I'm going to talk about the karate and gender a little bit. So, in my case, my high school karate club has only women members because my high school was a girls' school until 2006. And also my university's karate club didn't have female players before. So, but now I'm joined, I'm participated in karate club. So we have uh, six, player, fem- six women players now. And <clears throat> in karate world, men and women are not equal in a competitive situation. But there are many good women players. So they practice as hard as men. And they have really good skills and continue to practice. Also, there are women referees as many as men in the world. So there are also, there are approaches of gender equality that are uh, made by the female governing bodies in Japan Cartoon Federation. For example, they make a newsletter for women card players in Japan. So I think card World is... Uh, It's relatively a gender equal society, I think. So if you have chance, please try to do karate. So it's gender equal sports, I think. Yeah.
0: I see. Thanks you. And uh, is it cold today? What do you think?
3: Yes.
5: (laughs) Maybe too cold. Yeah, cold. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So. Would you like to go next? Of course. Okay. Bro.
3: Hey guys. Hi. It's good to be here. You know what? I went to US two times during my study in Canada, actually.
0: Where did you go?
3: First of all, New York City. I went there alone. It has been my dream to spend a time in New York City since I was a kid. I walked around the city on Christmas, like the boy from Home Alone too. 2. Originally, I loved the movie. For me, the time was dreamlike atmosphere. I wish I could go there on Christmas next year, but for me, the main event was celebrating New Year's Eve at Times Square. When you hear that, you'll be jealous of me, you know, but it was so hard because I was waiting there about 11 hours. Unfortunately, it was super raining and cold. It said it was the best. Uh, no, it was the first time the raining at Times Square on December 31. But I got an amazing and wonderful experiences. Uh, secondary, Grand Canyon. First of all, we rent a car in Los Angeles. Originally, I like to drive a car, so I got an international driver's license in Japan. One of us drove it as well. But I underestimated to drive it because I was confident to do it. But in US, vehicles are left-hand driven, not right-hand drive, and drive on the right as well. When I first drove it, I really got confused then. Also, the guy who has a driver's license lacked confidence in driving because he rarely driving. Originally, one more guy was supposed to drive it, but he lost his wallet, including his driver's license, before the trip. So anyway, we took turns at driving on the long journey. We ended up driving 2,000km in US. By the way, the scenery was far beyond our imagination. I really recommend you go there. But I was so scary when I was looking at my friends because they were standing on the edge of a cliff to take some pictures. I didn't do that because I was a chicken. For me, it was the best trip that I have ever had through this trouble. I have grown up in many ways. One thing, what I want to say is, if you don't go abroad, you will always remain narrow-minded. So that's my memorable experiences.
0: So I have a question. And uh, originally, what is the Grand Canyon? And why did you go there?
3: Oh, well, Grand Canyon National Park encompasses canyons, small river, and surrounding grounds. The Grand Canyon is situated in northwest of Arizona, with millions of visitors making the trip to the canyon each year. This park is one of the most visited tourist tourist destinations in the world. In addition, the park has been a UNESCO World Heritage Site since 1979. And also, the reason why we went to Grand Canyon was it had been my dream to go there since I was a young, and also I wanted to treat myself because of my study abroad was almost done, and I am grateful for my family in giving me the opportunity to go to u s Yes, so it's time to end.
0: Wait, 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 wait. I want to
3: share with my experiences. Uh, just kidding, man. So go, go ahead.
0: OK, thanks, bro. So I want to share me with my experiences. So maybe, you know, I love to doing workout, you know? Yeah. So, but maybe every members don't know why I started working now. Well, we don't know. So, I will introduce myself. So, I made muscle training about two years ago, wow. when I was watching YouTube to kill time YouTuber named King came out in the recommended section. At first, I started watching it as I as if I was free, but that didn't stop at once. His body is amazing, so amazing. And I want to get one like this. I was fooling around thinking about how, how I could reach this level. And when I realized I was at the gym at first, it is no wrong exercise level. I went to the gym with a sense of distraction rather than training. The days that go to the week are also different. I was thinking only to be able to go without difficulty. However, it wants to surface kind of somebody, some someday. I wanted to look back at the people around me so I went to the gym constantly and changed my training menu routines everything That was how, how I got into muscle training
5: <sighs>
0: So and you know, my training menu is separate my my parts of body, like five divided, five division, five divides.
5: Yeah.
0: Yeah. And uh, so I forgot this. And just a moment. And <laughs> <laughs> so like, however, since the body parts are divided so far, I will never forget compromise in each training. I will not give up on myself and will hurt myself and ex- exceed the limit. Today's this than yesterday's self. I am tomorrow more than I am today. I train in the gym with that in mind, no matter how much I feel. Go to the next for the time being. Then ask yourself in the mirror, can you skip today? No, 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 no. Beyond Destroy the Fall. Then keep training and push your limits. This is my training. You can train your mind and your body. There are only good things. That is my training and the reason why I started working out. So
1: are you doing anything as per workout?
0: Of course, like eating habits so important when I do or keep doing workout. Eating habits are very closely related to bodybuilding. In my opinion, it's more important to review your diet than to train to change your body. No matter how well, you train, why not just eat junk food? Do you think it will change? It doesn't change. (laughs) We, We trainees have a weight gain period and a weight loss period, but the training content doesn't change much. Basically, you just change your diet. For example, I lost 15 kilograms in this weight loss period, wow. of course, while leaving the muscle. Mm-hmm. It's long to talk about this diet, and it's easy to tell. It's not easy to tell. The key is to calculate macro and micronutrition and consume the right amount for your body. That's all. But it's painful and long. Macronutrition is protein, lipid, and carb. Like in Japanese words, is tanpakushitsu, shitsu, tansui This is macronutrients. The micronutrients are fine element elements, so such as vitamins, zinc, and so on if you want to lose weight you should eat a high protein low-fat diet there are various types of dieting methods such as low carb diet low-fat diet and ketogenic diet will you introduce that next week but basically eating heavy the same meals as you do without getting tired that is very important. In my case, I now eat 3,500 kilocalories meals in a day divided into five meals. It takes about 180, kilo, 180 grams a day for protein alone. It, I keep it. This is my diet, like this is my routine.
3: So you got a lot of information of training, man. So that's really helpful. So unfortunately, now we are literally time to end. We had a wonderful time today as well. Uh, today we got some stories the study abroad in Japan from joy, karate from you, workout from taiki, and traveling, traveling in US from me. Thank you for your patience. I wish you all a good day. Listen to Lunchtime Podcast next time. See you then. Bye.
6: Introduction
7: one. All right, let's get going. Good morning, everybody. Nice to see you here so bright and early on Monday morning. Okay, um, we'll be talking about advertising appeals. Uh, That means the main message in the advertisement. Uh, So, maybe it's your favorite soft drink company, and their appeal is that the drink will make you feel young and attractive. So, that's the central message in their ads. Uh, That's their appeal. Okay, so uh, this morning what I want to do is compare appeals that use facts and appeals that use emotions, because later we can use these two categories to uh, classify many ads.
6: Okay? Introduction
8: two. Uh, As we mentioned last time, remember last time? I want to go back. Um, Let's go back to our discussion of what influences how people make purchases. Uh, This is all interesting material, at least I think so, but uh, we don't have time for all of it today. I'll be offering a course in consumer behavior next semester. So, I want to give you some background on some of the psychological factors that influence our purchases. Um, You can probably guess that. what goes on in the mind of the consumer is a favorite topic of most marketing students and professors.
6: Introduction 3
7: Today's topic is near and dear to all of you, I know. Um, we're going to look at brand names. That's right. Like uh, your favorite brand of sports equipment or uh, your favorite soft drink brand. Uh, uh, the name that the company gives the product turns out to be one of the most important factors in a product's success. That's right, are are you surprised? Uh, Okay, so um, brand names. I'm going to look at two aspects of electronics brand names. One is how electronics companies choose a brand name, and uh, the other is how they protect the name. And I will stress, they're both extremely important for anyone going into business.
9: First speaker is Satsuki.
10: Hi, what's up, everyone? I'm happy to be here today. Uh, I'd like to share my best movie, Psycho.
5: Have you ever heard of
10: it, Psycho? No, I don't know.
5: No. Yeah. Yes. Oh,
10: great. Uh, before talking about it, my favorite genre of movie is kind of psychological horror. Which scare me, and my pulse gets higher and higher. I love that.
5: How about you guys? Do you like uh, that kind of feeling?
2: Do you? No. No. Uh
10: huh. Okay.
5: I feel extremely
10: excited, but I don't express anything on my face. I don't change. Uh, It's always the same, and I never scream. Anyway, uh, this is the reason why I love the scary movies.
8: Introduction 1. Okay, uh, let's get started. In today's class, we'll focus on questions. Uh, The questions you write to find out about the attitudes and opinions of your target market. Uh, Before you conduct any kind of primary research, uh, telephone interview, written questionnaire, focus group, you need to prepare questions and certain types of questions are best for certain situations. I'll be covering two areas in today's lecture, question types, I'll be explaining different types of questions, and then I'll discuss what types of questions work best with each type of research. This will help as you're preparing questions for your final project. Introduction 2.
7: What I want to discuss today is the role of product image in advertising. We've talked about the basic idea that the things people buy add to and reflect their self-image. To illustrate this concept, well, first we'll look at the product image created by a few ads. We'll watch some ads that are currently running on television. I think you'll find it quite interesting. And then we'll move on to how that product image connects to the target
8: market. Introduction 3. All right, we've been discussing cultural differences in buying behaviors. Uh, This morning, I'll give you an overview of the world brand concept. Now, I know you read in your textbook that consumers in different cultures and geographic regions have different needs and that your product will be more successful if you adapt it and its advertising to fit each target market. But some companies find that Certain products, and the ads for those products, do well even though they're made and marketed in almost the same way all over the world. These products are called world brands. Uh, We'll start out with the reasons marketing experts give for using this approach, uh, the benefits of using this approach, and then look at a few companies that have been very successful at creating world brands.
11: きっとあの時に変わったんだ
8: Uh, Good afternoon. Hi, everybody. Uh, Okay. Uh, I think we should get started. Uh, The clock is already ticking. Uh, Okay. Well, today I'll be discussing some of the most important trends in the area of gender and spending. Uh, So that that means what the latest research is telling us uh, about how men and women spend money today. And... um, Uh, We'll be discussing several reasons for these trends. So what kinds of electronics uh, women are buying versus uh, what electronic products men are buying? Uh, Because, you see, all of this is incredibly important for uh, marketers and advertisers who work with the technology industry today. Introduction
6: 2
7: All right. Uh, Greetings, everyone. Uh, Let me begin by asking, um, how many of you have bought a new car recently? Or uh, maybe you've been in a car dealer recently. All right, well, some of you have. Well, this morning, what I want to talk about is how new cars are marketed today. And uh, if you watch television, you know what I'm talking about. So, uh... First, we'll look at the recent car market, and then we'll move on to look at a couple of recent case studies from the automotive world.
6: Introduction
8: three. Uh, okay, folks, uh, let's continue our discussion of market plans. Now, I know you read in your textbook that uh, that every business has a plan for how it will sell its product, and... Um, I I just want to add that uh, these plans are very different from company to company. uh, Very different. So, let's see, what I'm saying is that even two companies who sell the same product can market it in completely different ways. Uh, So I'm going to cover three ways that we can uh, analyze market plans, and then we'll look at one specific market plan.
7: Today I'm going to talk about a genre of graffiti. What I mean when I say genre is the type of something. So the graffiti I'm going to talk about is known as New York style. This style of graffiti is connected to the subway graffiti trend that started in the 1970s in New York City, but it spread to other cities in the United States and even other countries. Okay, so these graffiti writers in New York in the 70s usually painted on subway cars while they were parked at night. They didn't have permission to paint the cars, so they needed to work quickly. They usually had two different motivations, or goals, for their work. Uh, The first goal was to get up as much as possible. Uh, What do I mean by get up? Well, to leave a tag on as many subway cars as possible. The other goal was to make something new, stylistically new, something that had never been seen before. This was called making a burner, and it was very important. Both goals were important. So you can see that these two goals were kind of contradictory, meaning that they kind of worked against each other. The work couldn't be too detailed or careful because that would take too much time. But if it was too basic or the same as other writers, you wouldn't get any respect from the other writers. So the quality of the work was judged according to this, this balance of speed and style. So a, a lot of the graffiti on subway trains was just tags, more about getting up than style. And many people who lived in the city of New York were upset about the graffiti because most of it was not beautiful, and it felt out of control. So in the 1980s, New York City started an aggressive buffing campaign, Buffing is the slang term for removing graffiti from the trains. Now, I'd like to talk about some of the stylistic elements of the New York style of graffiti writing.
12: mom's car i can't drive it into the city oh my god there's a man with a gun get me the hell out of here brenda look just hang up and sit down don't move i'll be there in half an hour Oh please hurry i think he's gonna kill somebody maybe me brenda i don't believe this i do not
7: who's mike your boyfriend
12: yes Uh, listen, guys, I gotta go downtown. Brad, will you please watch Sarah? No way. What if the house explodes? The house is not gonna explode. You leave him here, and it will. I will be gone an hour there and back. That's it, okay?
7: You guys go steady or what? What? Do you?
12: Yes. Are you two listening to me? My mom is paying you good money to watch me. Well, Brad can watch you. Why would my mom pay you good money for Brad to watch me? Sarah. Why can't we just all go? because do you like
11: him a lot
12: no yes which is it yes i like him a lot no sarah your parents would die if they found out i took you into the city they die if they found out you left me here alone with him well who's gonna tell them anybody have to go to the bathroom nope Come on, let's go. Now, if anybody asks, we went for ice cream. Okay. Road trip? Jesus.
11: Where are you going?
12: Downtown. The city? Sarah.
11: Hey, can I go? No, Daryl, go home.
12: Who is this kid? Stray dog.
11: Daryl Coopersmith. And you're Chris Parker, right? Daryl, go home.
8: Today, uh, I'd like to help you understand the details of the new food guide pyramid. Uh, it's called My Pyramid. Maybe you've seen it. Uh, it's the guide produced by the U.S. Department of Agriculture in 2005. When you look at the pyramid, you can see that uh, you can see that this newly designed pyramid has brightly colored bands running from the top to the bottom of the pyramid. Uh, the pyramid looks like a rainbow. Now. Today, uh, we'll look at the food groups represented by the colors. Now first, here are the six food groups included in the pyramid. Um, These are grains, vegetables, milk, fruit, oils, and meat. Uh, Now let's look at the details. Uh, Let's begin by looking at the left side, at the widest band, uh, the orange band. This color represents grains. By grains, they mean things like breads, cereals, rice, and pasta. You get the picture. Uh, notice, too, that the, um, that the width of the band suggests how much food a person should choose from each of these groups. Uh, the orange band is the widest, so you can see that they suggest that people eat a lot of grains. The next widest band is the green band. This food group is vegetables. This is also a wide band, which tells us something that we all know, and of course that is that we should uh, eat a lot of vegetables. Let's look at a few typical examples of foods in the, uh, in the vegetable group. Uh, vegetables are things like, you know, lettuce, carrots, peppers, potatoes, and onions. Okay, the next food group in the pyramid is fruit. Fruits are in the red band. I'm sure that you know what fruit is, but let's look at some examples. Uh, Foods like uh, apples, bananas, melons. And uh, interestingly, this food group also includes fruit juices, like apple juice and orange juice. Next comes the narrowest band. Uh, That's the yellow one here. Uh, These are oils, also called fats. Now the USDA suggests that uh, that that people eat only very few foods in this category. Uh, oils here come from uh, they come from many different plants and uh, oh and, and even from fish. Some oil can be harmful to health if we eat a lot of it. Um, let me give you a couple of examples. Uh, some some common fats that we should eat only a small small amount of are uh, butter and chicken fat. Okay, uh, moving on to the blue band. Uh, the blue band is called milk or, uh, or dairy products. Now, this includes foods like these, uh, cheese, milk, yogurt, ice cream. Uh, this band is wide because, uh, because dairy products have many good nutrients. Uh, but they recommend that people have low-fat or non-fat milk products to, um, to keep the intake of fat that's in dairy products low. Okay. Okay. Uh, Let's move on. Uh, Lastly, let's look at the purple band. Now, this is the meat and beans food group. Now, all foods in this group are made from foods like uh, meat, poultry, fish, uh, dry beans or peas, uh, eggs, nuts, and seeds. So uh, class, this gives you an idea of, uh, of how to understand the colors and the food groups on the pyramid.
13: stuff.
9: Welcome to Popcorn Talk. Popcorn Talk. Yay! In our Popcorn Talk, we were talking about our favorite movie, Eating Popcorn. What kind of flavor do you like? Caramel. Caramel? No. Oh. How about you? Caramel. Caramel. Chocolate. Chocolate. Today's flavor is. Caramel, Caramel. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I'm definitely waiting for this time.
10: Yeah, me too. Yeah.
9: Today we have three guests. First, Satsuki. And that's me. And Masane. Yes. First speaker is Satsuki.
10: Hi, what's up, everyone? I'm happy to be here today.
5: Uh,
10: I'd like to share my best movie, Psycho. Have you ever heard of it, Psycho? No, I don't know. No?
5: Yeah.
10: Yes, uh, Great. Uh, before talking about it, my favorite genre of movie is kind of psych. Psychological horror which scare me, and my pulse gets higher and higher. I love that.
13: How
10: about you guys?
5: Do you like
10: uh, that kind of feeling? Do you? No. No. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, I feel extremely excited, but I don't express anything on my face. I don't change. Uh, It's always the same, and I never scream. Anyway, Uh, this is the reason why I love the scary movies.
2: I hate horror because I can't sleep after watching them.
3: (laughs) That's cute.
10: (laughs) So, uh, I'm gonna talk about my best movie, Psycho, which was made in 1960 by Alfred Hitchcock. It's an old black and white movie, cool, isn't it? Have you seen black and white movie, by the way? Have
5: you?
10: Excuse me. Excuse me. Sorry. Have you ever watched a black and white movie? Oh, no, no. I like. Oh no. Uh, this started with a uh, woman, Marion, working at real estate company. One day, she gets a new task. Uh, That is, she transferred $80,000 to the bank, which is from the customer. But she don't take it to the bank, and she disappears with $18,000. And she goes to a motel in the suburbs. Then she meets Norman, running by himself, And taking care of his mother Uh, so there are two locations two locations the motel and uh, and a house on the top of the hill he lives in the house with his mother this night uh, Norman and Marian have a dinner taking
5: talking each other
10: then she goes back to her room takes her and takes a shower and suddenly she is stopped in her back and killed by someone. This is intro. Did you get the picture? Yeah. Marion is killed by someone.
9: Do you have a favorite scene in
10: yeah, this movie?
9: Of course. Mm-hmm. Uh,
10: the impact I got in this movie the most was uh, main character, Norman, has real personalities, which is his uh, own personality and his mother's violence personality.
5: So, at the
10: beginning of the movie, he said, I'm living there with my mother, but um, she's already gone. I mean, she doesn't exist. Then, he inherited her personality, which was violent. That's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Crazy. So, how many stars do you give for the movie? Um, I'll give this movie 5 stars out of 5 because this movie is black and white uh, we already been unfamiliar I've never seen black and white movie before this uh, but so cool as I expected and this cheapish makes the movie scary
5: Thank you. <laughs>
9: thank you, thank you, thank <laughs> you, thank you, Satsuki. I sell on for a movie. So. Welcome. Yeah. So I'm interested in Psycho. Yes. Next speaker is Natsumi. Yes. Thank you for inviting me today.
14: My favorite movie is Ani. Ani. Annie. Do you know Ani? Yes. 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 No, I
5: know.
14: No. <laughs> Speaking of Ani, it is really famous for a Broadway musical, isn't it? Yuta yeah. and Masane. Yes. <laughs> the story of <laughs> Ani has various versions, but among them, I especially like modern movie of 2014 American musical comedy directed by Will Grock. The main character Jane Wallace, played Annie, and, and Jimmy Fox played right. Stag. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever watched this movie before? No, yes. yes. no, no. Maybe you know it when you hear this song. Tomorrow, <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> have you ever heard this? Yes, song? I have. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it did. What's so funny? (laughs) It's funny! Uh, It's a story about a strange interact with a small girl called Annie searching for parents and a rich man called Stux plans to use the girl in the election campaign. Starks always put his job first and lived alone, but he realized the importance of Annie as he spends time with her. <coughs>
10: What's your favorite scene in this movie?
14: Uh, my favorite scene is the moment when Annie and Stux become a family. This it's yeah, nearly the end of the movie and they sing the song. I don't need anything but you. This scene makes me really heartwarming and I feel strong bond between Annie and Stacks.
9: Mm. <laughs> How many stars do you give for the movie?
14: Uh, I definitely give five stars for this movie. Because this movie has not only many great scenes, but also has great Musical, so I recommend
9: to watch Ani Satsuki. Oh. <laughs> you will like it. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you for Natsumi. I have I have watched <laughs> Ani three times. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Next speaker is Masane. <laughs>
2: Thank you. I want you to know the movie named Coco. Its Japanese title is Remember Me. Uh, It was released in March 16, 2018. Uh, This story is set in Mexico, so Mexican music is used very much. Uh, The details of the pictures are drawn very carefully. uh, Have you ever watched this movie? Yes. Uh,
13: In Spanish. oh.
14: Oh,
2: that's great. There is a boy named Miguel who dreams of becoming a musician while his family have have forbidden him from playing music strictly. Uh, uh, one day he lost in the land of the dead, where skeletons live in and is colorful and beautiful. Uh, if Miguel cannot go home before sunrise, his body will disappear and he will not be able to see his family forever. The only recourse is a cheerful but only skeleton, Hector. However, if he is forgotten by his family, he will disappear from the land of the dead. The important key to pull through this serious situation is hidden in remember me
14: how many stars do you give for the movie?
2: if i give a five star out of ah, out of five because i was deeply impressed by the story and the beautiful family ties and i always cry when i watch this
9: What's your favorite scene, Masane?
2: Yeah, uh, there are a lot of my favorite scenes, but I especially I like the scene that Miguel sings with the guitar for his great-grandmother. I start crying cry when I saw this because I can understand the lyrics of Remember Me and feel the love for family.
9: It will make you cry at least three times. <laughs> Thank you, Masane. I haven't ever watched Coco, so I want to watch it. Last speaker is me. Today, I'm talking about my favorite movie. This movie is Love Rosie. Do you know Love Rosie?
14: No. no.
5: Uh,
9: in Japan, it's called do you know? uh,
10: so I don't speak Japanese.
9: Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry.
5: <laughs>
9: so I introduce you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you. This story is about uh, man and women. This movie is romance movie and directed by Christian Dieter. It has finished showing in February 6, 2015. This story is about uh, this story's main character uh, Lily Collins and Sam Grafrin. Since the moment they met at the age five, Rosie and Alex have been best friends. Facing the highs and lows of growing up side by side, however, one missed opportunity and the decisions that throws their lives in completely different directions. In this movie, my favorite points are artful touch and their misunderstanding. Director Adapt Nobel. The lighting is quite lovely. Sunshine in. A park or well, lamp light, filling a darkened bedroom. These things have a charm. Right. Misunderstand each <laughs> other's and clean up, clean it up. Have you ever misunderstand with your friends uh, or families? Yes, sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> I'm not sure, yeah. you, but maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I
14: think.
9: Most people have ever misunderstanding. So if you watch this movie, you definitely want to say why you don't express your honest feelings.
10: Why you don't express
9: your your right. honest feelings.
10: Uh,
7: <laughs> yeah.
9: Finally I give you this movie five stars out of five. Yeah, because it attracts me and draws me in
13: movie.
9: Okay. Thank
13: you. Thank you. Great!
10: Uh, thank you for all of the information. How was it?
13: Good?
10: Yeah. Uh, how was the taste of pop?
13: So good. Oh,
11: yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
10: Thank you. Uh, We had four movies. Love Rosie, Annie, Coco, and Psycho. Which one would you like to watch the best? Uh, That's me.
14: Uh, I'd like to watch Psycho. Psycho.
10: (laughs) And you, Yuta? Psycho? Yes. Psycho. (laughs) And Masane? cycle uh, psycho. Uh, psycho.
5: <laughs>
10: actually I hardly ever see musical I mean any. but I got interested in it so this weekend I'm gonna chill out in my space watching love Rosie. all right thank you guys for catching this hot podcast and hope you guys have a good day bye bye, bye.
0: you guys. Welcome to lunchtime. Hey. Yay. Yay. <laughs> so this is Taiki as a host in this podcast, and a co-host is Tomoya. And the two guests is, guess it, you enjoy. Every members have different experiences, so we would like to share with them. Let's get started. So, who would you like to first? Yes, me. Yes, please.
1: Sen saiki. Hi, guys. Hi. 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 And hello out there. Today, I want to share my personal experience about learning a new language. Do you think you need to learn a new language before you go abroad? Yes.
2: Yes. yes. Of
1: course. That's right. You all say yes. But let me tell you, in my case, I didn't learn Japanese before I went to Japan. Yes, it's a little crazy, but I have to say it didn't matter. Let me tell you more details about my story. So three years ago, I came to Tokyo without studying Japanese. At that time, I lived with my relative, so even if I couldn't speak Japanese, there was no inconvenience in my life. However, once my Taiwanese friends come to Tokyo, I went to Ikebukuro to match them. At that time, my smart home didn't connect to the Internet. When I arrived in Ikebukuro, I started looking for the maps. However, all the maps I found was written in Japanese. I could neither understand nor speak Japanese, and I couldn't use my smart home to find out the distance. I feel really bad and anxious about it. In the end, I didn't meet my friends, and lost my distance in Ikebukuo Station for about three hours. So? So, so how do you think I survived? Well, with this terrible experience, I decided to start Japanese hard. So I entered a Japanese language school and started studying the basic Japanese grammar. I also attend language exchange seminars, where I met a lot of friends who want to learn Chinese. My Japanese friends and I often practice language and read books in the library together after school. Did it work? Yes, my Japanese has improved a lot since I started exchange languages.
0: So what was the most important life lesson that you learned?
1: Mm, well, the most important life lesson I learned is that if you want to speak a new language well, first, it's better for you to find a language exchange person or find native people to practice your new languages. You will find that you not only improve your new language but also can learn more about their culture and their life. Second, you need to speak more new language than speak your native language. Whether you can speak it well or not, just speak it. Like me, I almost speak Japanese every day. Now my Japanese is better than my Chinese. So, I think it's possible for you to study abroad without learning the language before. But it could be really hard at first. Don't give up.
3: So, do you feel any difficulties now?
1: Yeah, sadly, I still feel some Japanese grammar is unfamiliar. I mean that grammar used in academic writing. For example, when writing an essay or a report, I still need to find out how to write it or how to explain something in Japanese. I feel that speaking is totally different from writing because I have only studied Japanese grammar for a short time and only have very little experience in writing essays. So, I'm still bad at writing although I can speak Japanese well.
0: So, from now on, do you have any future goals?
1: Yes, of course. Now I have a new goal. Guess what? I decide to read a Japanese book every day and write a diary. I believe writing diary and reading more books will help me become more familiar with Japanese. So for all you English language learners out there, try my advice and good luck!
0: Oh, thank you, Joy. Nice experiences, you know? Yes. So, who <laughs> would you like to go
4: next? I'm going. I'm going. Okay. you. Please. Thanks, Saiki. So hi, guys and listeners. This is you. So I'm from Hokkaido, Japan. And I have practiced karate when I was five years old. So today, I'm going to talk about my experience. It connected my junior high route. So in 2013, I went to Osaka to participate karate training camp in the high school. So that high school is very famous for karate. <clears throat> about 50 junior high school girls and karate club high school girls practiced for two nights and three days. So many of junior high girls came from Kansai area or came with the same school. So almost all of them already had been friends before starting training. It's too bad for me. On the other hand, nobody come, came with me. I went on trip for 14... 1,400 kilometers. I felt alone, and that situation made me nervous. However, I could make some friends and enjoy training with them. So I can enjoy that training. And in the training, so we could sit with friends when we were in mealtime. So in this camp, we had barbecue in last evening. So I was looking forward to that day because I really like eating. So, my friends couldn't eat well because they were too tired to eat, but I ate three times or more as much as my friend did them, maybe so i can I can't eat as much as before now oh. mm. <laughs> Then the head coach in the high school in that high school praised me for my eating, so she said, "How will you eat so I think that players who eat will become stronger. Maybe she pressed me only eat eating, but I was very glad about it. So I finished that camp with satisfaction. And but in December that year in 2013, head coach called me and she said, "Please came to please come to our school if you want. I want to aim for number one in Japanese high school with you." I can't be what she said, but it is uh, honor for me. So I decided to move to Osaka. I practiced hard to be a champion. So in conclusion, I learned a thing in that camp. Something looks like irrelevant, sometimes becomes the chance of my dream. Because I can say I decide my future, future career by eating.
0: Thank you, you. but I have a questions for you. Like, I want to know a comparison between males and females in karate. So, is karate male's competition, isn't it?
4: I think no, but some people connect karate with gender. So, yeah, I'm going to talk about the karate and gender a little bit. So, in my case, my high school karate club has only women members because my high school was a girls' school until 2006. And also my university's karate club didn't have female players before. So, but now I'm joined, I'm participated in karate club. So we have uh, six, player, fem- six women players now. And <clears throat> in karate world, men and women are not equal in a competitive situation. But there are many good women players who so they practice as hard as men and they have really good skills and continue to practice. Also, there are women referees as many as men in the world. So there are also, there are approaches of gender equality that uh, made by the female governing bodies in Japan Karate Federation. For example, they make a newsletter for uh, women card players in Japan. So I think Karate World is uh, it's relatively a gender equal society, I think. So if you have chance, please try to do karate. So it's gender equal sports, I think. Yeah.
0: I see. Thanks you. And uh, is it cold today? What do you think?
3: Yes. <laughs> Maybe too cold. Yeah,
0: too cold. Yeah. Yeah. So. Would you like to go next? Of course. Okay. Hey
3: guys. Hi. It's good to be here. You know what? I went to US two times during my study in Canada, actually.
0: Where did you go?
3: First of all, New York City. I went there alone. It has been my dream to spend a time in New York City since I was a kid. I walked around the city on Christmas, like the boy from Home Alone 2. Originally, I loved the movie. For me, the time was a dreamlike atmosphere. I wish I could go there on Christmas next year. But for me, the main event was celebrating New Year's Eve at Times Square. When you hear that, you'll be jealous of me, you know. But it was so hard because I was waiting there about 11 hours. Unfortunately, it was super raining and cold. It said it was the best. Uh, no, it was the first time the raining at Times Square on December 31. But I got an amazing and wonderful experiences. Uh, secondary, Grand Canyon. First of all, we rent a car in Los Angeles. Originally, I like to drive a car, so I got an international driver's license in Japan. One of us drove it as well. But I underestimated to drive it because I was confident to do it. But in US, vehicles are left-hand driven, not right-hand drive, and drive on the right as well. When I first drove it, I really got confused then. Also the guy who has a driver's license lacked confidence in driving because he literally driving. Originally one more guy was supposed to drive it, but he lost his wallet, including his driver's license before the trip. So anyway, we took turns at driving on the long journey. We ended up driving 2,000 km in US. By the way, the scenery was far beyond our imagination. I really recommend you go there. But I was so scary when I was looking at my friends because they were standing on the edge of a cliff to take some pictures. I didn't do that because I was a chicken. For me, it was the best trip that I have ever had. Through this trouble, I have grown up in many ways. One thing, what I want to say is, if you don't go abroad, you will always remain narrow-minded. So that's my memorable experiences.
0: So I have a question. And uh, originally, what is the Grand Canyon? And why did you go there?
3: Oh, well. Grand Canyon National Park encompasses canyons, small river, and surrounding grounds. The Grand Canyon is situated in northwest of Arizona, with millions of visitors making the trip to the canyon each year. This park is one of the most visited tourist, tourist destinations in the world. In addition, the park has been a UNESCO World Heritage Site since 1979 and also the reason why we went to grand canyon was it had been my dream to go there since i was young and also i wanted to treat myself because of my study abroad was almost done and i am grateful for my family in giving me the opportunity to go to us yes so it's Time to end.
0: Wait, 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 wait! wait, I want to
3: share with my experiences. Uh, just kidding, man. So go, go ahead.
0: Okay, thanks, bro. So I want to share me with my experiences. So maybe you know, I love to doing workout. You know. Yeah. So, but maybe every members don't know why I started working now. Well, we don't know. So, I will introduce myself. So, I made muscle training about two years ago. Wow. When I was watching YouTube to kill time, YouTuber named Kanikin came out in the recommended section. At first, I started watching it as I... As if I was free, but that didn't stop at once. His body is amazing, so amazing. And I wanna get one like this. I was fooling around thinking about how, how I could reach this level. And when I realized I was at the gym. At first, it is no wrong exercise level. I went to the gym with a sense of distraction rather than training. The days that go to the week are also different. I was thinking only to be able to go without difficulty. However, it wants to surface kind of somebody, some someday. I wanted to look back at the people around me so I went to the gym constantly and changed my training menu, routines, everything. That was how, how I got into muscle training. <sighs> <laughs> so you know my training menu is separate my Mm, my parts of body, like five divided, five division, five divides.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, uh, so I forgot this, and just a moment. And <laughs> <laughs> so like, however, since the body parts are divided so far, I will never forget compromise in each training. I will not give up on myself and will hurt myself and ex- exceed the limit to this, to this yesterday's self. I am tomorrow more than I am today. I train in the gym with that in mind, no matter how much I feel. Go to the next for the time being. Then ask yourself in the mirror, can you skip today? No, 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 no! Beyond the story, the fall. Then keep training and push your limits. This is my training. You can train your mind and your body. And there are only good things. That is my training and reason why I started working out.
1: So, are you doing anything except
0: workout? Of course, like eating habits, so important when I do or keep doing workout. Eating habits are very closely related to bodybuilding. In my opinion, it's more important to review your diet than to train to change your body. No matter how well you train, why not just eat junk food? Do you think it will change? It doesn't change. <laughs> we we trainees have a weight gain period and a weight loss period, but the training content doesn't change much. Basically, you just change your diet. For example, I lost 15 kilograms in this weight loss period, wow. of course, while leaving the muscle.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: It's long to talk about this diet, and it's easy to tell. It's not easy to tell. The key is to calculate macro and micronutrition and consume the right amount for your body. That's all. But it's painful and long. Macronutrition is protein, lipid, and carb. Like in Japanese words, is tanpakushitsu, shitsu, tansui kabutsu. This is macronutrients. The micronutrients are fine element elements, so such as vitamins, zinc, and so on. If you want to lose weight, you should eat a high protein, low fat diet. There are various types of dieting methods such as low carb diet, low fat diet, and ketogenic diet. Will you introduce that next week? But basically, eating heavy the same meals as you do without getting tired, that is very important in my case i now eat 3500 kilocalories meals in a day divided into five meals it takes about 180 kilo 180 grams a day for protein alone i keep it this is my diet like this is my routine
3: So, you got a lot of information of training, man. So, that's really helpful. So, unfortunately, now we are literally time to end. We had a wonderful time today as well. Uh, today, we got some stories the study abroad in Japan from joy, karate from you, workout from taiki, and traveling, traveling in US from me. Thank you for your patience. I wish you all a good day. Listen to Lunchtime podcast next time. See you then. Bye.
0: Hello, you guys. Welcome to lunchtime. Hey. Yay. Yay. <laughs> so this is Taiki as a host in this podcast, and a co-host is Tomoya. And a two guests is Guess It. You enjoy. Every members have different experiences, so we would like to share with them. Let's get started. So, who would you like to first? Yes, me. Yes, please. Sen
1: Hi, guys. Hi. And hello out there. Today, I want to share my personal experience about learning a new language. Do you think you need to learn a new language before you go abroad? Yes.
2: Yes. Of course.
1: That's right. You all say yes. But let me tell you, in my case, I didn't learn Japanese before I went to Japan. Yes, it's a little crazy, but I have to say it didn't matter. Let me tell you more details about my story. So, three years ago, I came to Tokyo without studying Japanese. At that time, I lived with my relative, so even if I couldn't speak Japanese, there was no inconvenience in my life. However, once my Taiwanese friends come to Tokyo, I went to Ikebukuro to match them. At that time, my smart home didn't connect to the internet. When I arrived in Ikebukuro, I started looking for the maps. However, all the maps I found was written in Japanese. I could neither understand nor speak Japanese, and I couldn't use my smart home to find out the distance. I feel really bad and anxious about it. In the end, I didn't meet my friends and lost my distance in Ikebukuo Station for about three hours. So... So, how do you think I survived? Well, with this terrible experience, I decided to start Japanese hard. So, I entered a Japanese language school and started studying the basic Japanese grammar. I also attend language exchange seminars where I met a lot of friends who want to learn Chinese. My Japanese friends and I often practice language and read books in the library together after school. Did it work? Yes, my Japanese has improved a lot since I started exchange languages.
0: So what was the most important life lesson that you learned? Mm, well,
1: the most important life lesson I learned is that if you want to speak a new language well, first, it's better for you to find a language eastern person or find native people to practice your new languages. You will find that you not only improve your new language but also can learn more about their culture and their life. Second, you need to speak more new language than speak your native languages. Whether you can speak it well or not, just speak it. Like me, I almost speak Japanese every day. Now my Japanese is better than my Chinese. So I think it's possible for you to study abroad without learning the language before. But it could be really hard at first. Don't give up.
3: So do you feel any difficulties now?
1: Yeah, sadly, I still feel some Japanese grammar is unfamiliar. I mean that grammar used in academic writing. For example, when writing an essay or a report, I still need to find out how to write it or how to explain something in Japanese. I feel that speaking is totally different from writing because I have only studied Japanese grammar for a short time and only have very little experience in writing essays. So, I'm still bad at writing although I can speak Japanese
0: well. So, from now on, do you have any future goals?
1: Yes, of course. Now I have a new goal. Guess what? I decide to read a Japanese book every day and write a diary. I believe writing diary and reading more books will help me become more familiar with Japanese. So, for all you English language learners out there, try my advice and good luck.
0: Oh, thank you, Joy. Nice experiences, you know? Yes. So, (laughs) would you like to go next?
4: I'm going, I'm going. Okay, you. Please. Thanks, Saiki. So, hi guys and listeners, this is you. So, I'm from Hokkaido, Japan, and I have practiced karate when I was five years old. So, today I'm going to talk about my experience. It connected my junior high route. So, in 2013, I went to Osaka to participate karate training camp in the high school. So, that high school is very famous for karate. About 50 junior high school girls and karate club high school girls practiced for two nights and three days. So many of junior high girls came from Kansai area or came with the same school. So almost all of them already had been friends before starting training. It's too bad for me. On the other hand, nobody come, came with me. I went on trip for 14... 1,400 kilometers. I felt alone, and that situation made me nervous. However, I could make some friends and enjoy training with them. So I can enjoy that training. And in the training, so we could sit with friends when we were in mealtime. So in this camp, we had barbecue in last evening. So I was looking forward to that day because I really like eating. So, my friends couldn't eat well because they were too tired to eat, but I ate three times or more as much as my friend did them, maybe so i can I can't eat as much as before now. Oh. Mm. <laughs> then the head coach in the high school in that high school praised me for my eating, so she said, "How will you eat so I think that prayers who eat will become stronger. Maybe she pressed me only eat eating, but I was very glad about it. So I finished that camp with satisfaction, and but in December that year, in 2013, head coach called me and she said, please, came to, please come to our school if you want. I want to aim for number one in Japanese high school with you. I can't be what she said, but it is only uh, honor for me. So I decided to move to Osaka. I practiced hard to be a champion. So in conclusion, I learned a thing in that camp. Something looks like irrelevant, sometimes becomes the chance of my dream. Because I can say I decide my future, future career by eating.
0: Thank you, you. but I have a question for you. Like, I want to know a comparison between males and females in Karate. So, is Karate male's competition, isn't it?
4: I think no, but some people connect Karate with gender. So, yeah, I'm going to talk about the Karate and gender a little bit. So, in my case, my high school Karate club has only women members because my high school was a girls school until 2006. And also my university's karate club didn't have female players before. So, but now I'm joined, I'm participated in karate club. So we have uh, six, player, six women players now. And <clears throat> in karate world, men and women are not equal in a competitive situation. But there are many good women players. So they practice as hard as men and they have really good skills and continue to practice. Also, there are women referees as many as men in the world. So there are also there are approaches of gender equality that are made by the female governing bodies in Japan Cartoon Federation. For example, they make a newsletter for women card players in Japan. So I think card World is uh, it's relatively a gender equal society, I think. So if you have a chance please try to do karate. So it's gender equal sports, I think. Yeah.
0: I see. Thanks you. And uh is it cold today? What do you think? Yes. <laughs> Maybe too cold. Yeah, too cold. Yeah. Yeah. So would you like to go next? Of course. Okay. Bro.
3: Hey guys. Hi. It's good to be here. You know what? I went to US two times during my study abroad in Canada, actually.
0: Where did you go?
3: First of all, New York City. I went there alone. It has been my dream to spend a time in New York City since I was a kid. I walked around the city on Christmas like the boy from Home Alone 2. Originally, I loved the movie. For me, the time was dreamlike atmosphere. I wish I could go there on Christmas next year. But for me, the main event was celebrating New Year's Eve at Times Square. When you hear that, you'll be jealous of me, you know, but it was so hard because I was waiting there about 11 hours. Unfortunately, it was super raining and cold. It said it was the best. Uh, no, it was the first time the raining at Times Square on December 31. But I got an amazing and wonderful experiences. Uh, secondary, Grand Canyon. First of all, we rent a car in Los Angeles. Originally, I like to drive a car, so I got an international driver's license in Japan. One of us drove it as well. But I underestimated to drive it because I was confident to do it. But in US, vehicles are left-hand driven, not right-hand drive, and drive on the right as well. When I first drove it, I really got confused then. Also, the guy who has a driver's license, lacked confidence in driving because he rarely driving. Originally, one more guy was supposed to drive it, but he lost his wallet, including his driver's license before the trip. So anyway, we took turns at driving on the long journey. We ended up driving 2,000 km in US by the way the scenery was far beyond our imagination i really recommend you go there but i was so scary when i was looking at my friends because they were standing on the edge of a cliff to take some pictures i didn't do that because i was a chicken for me it was the best trip that i have ever had Through this trouble, I have grown up in many ways. One thing, what I want to say is, if you don't go abroad, you will always remain narrow-minded. So that's my memorable experiences.
0: So I have a question. And originally, what is the Grand Canyon? And why did you go there?
3: Oh, well. Grand Canyon National Park encompasses canyons, small river, and surrounding grounds. The Grand Canyon is situated in northwest of Arizona, with millions of visitors making the trip to the canyon each year. This park is one of the most visited tourist, tourist destinations in the world. In addition, the park has been a UNESCO World Heritage Site since 1979 and also the reason why we went to grand canyon was it had been my dream to go there since i was a young and also i wanted to treat myself because of my study abroad was almost done and i am grateful for my family in giving me the opportunity to go to us yes so it's Time to end.
0: Wait, 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 I want to
3: share with my experiences. Uh, Just kidding, man. So go, go ahead.
0: Okay, thanks, bro. So I want to share with my experiences. So maybe, you know, I love to doing workout, you know? So, but maybe every members don't know why I started working now. Well, we don't know. So, I will introduce myself. So, I met muscle training about two years ago. Wow. When I was watching YouTube to kill time, YouTuber named King came out in the recommended section. At first, I started watching it as I... As if I was free, but that didn't stop at once. His body is amazing, so amazing, and I wanna get one like this. I was fooling around thinking about how, how I could reach this level, and when I realized I was at the gym. At first, it is no wrong exercise level. I went to the gym with a sense of distraction rather than training. The days that go to the week are also different. I was thinking only to be able to go without difficulty. However, it wants to surface kind of somebody, some someday. I wanted to look back at the people around me So I went to the gym constantly and changed my training menu, routines, everything. That was how how I got into muscle training. (sighs) (laughs)
5: So,
0: and my training menu is separate my my parts of body, like five divided, five division, five divides.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. And uh, so I forgot this, and just a moment. And <laughs> <laughs> so like, however, since the body parts are divided so far, I will never forget compromise in each training. I will not give up on myself and will hurt myself and ex- exceed the limit to this than yesterday's self. I am tomorrow more than I am today. I train in the gym with that uh, in mind, no matter how much I feel. Go to the next for the time being. Then ask yourself in the mirror, can you skip today? No, 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 no. Beyond the story, the Fall. Then keep training and push your limits. This is my training. You can train your mind and your body. There are only good things. That is my training and the reason why I started working out. so are you doing anything as per workout of course like eating habits so important when i do or keep doing workout eating habits are very closely related to bodybuilding in my opinion it's more important to review your diet than to train to change your body no matter how well you train, why not just eat junk food? Do you think it will change? It doesn't change. <laughs> we, we trainees have a weight gain period and a weight loss period, but the training content doesn't change much. Basically, you just change your diet. For example, I lost 15 kilograms in this weight loss period, wow. of course, while leaving the muscle. Mm-hmm. It's long to talk about this diet, and it's easy to tell. It's not easy to tell. The key is to calculate macro and micronutrition and consume the right amount for your body. That's all. But it's painful and long. Macronutrition is protein, repeat and carb, Like in Japanese words is TANPAKUSHITU, SHITSU, TANSUIKABUTU. This is macronutrition. The micronutrition are fine element, elements so, such as vitamins, zinc, and so on. If you want to lose weight, you should eat a high protein, low fat diet. There are various types of dieting methods such as low carb diet, low fat diet, and ketogenic diet. Will you introduce that next week? But basically, eating heavy is the same meals as you do without getting tired. That is very important. In my case, I now eat 3,500 kilocalories meals in a day divided into five meals. It takes about 180 180 grams a day for protein alone. I keep it. This is my diet, like this is my routine.
3: So you got a lot of information of training, man. So that's really helpful. So unfortunately, now we are literally time to end. We had a wonderful time today as well. Uh, today we got some stories the study abroad in Japan from joy, karate from you, workout from taiki, and traveling, traveling in US from me. Thank you for your patience. I wish you all a good day. Listen to Lunchtime podcast next time. See you then. Bye.
6: Introduction
7: 1. All right, let's get going. Good morning, everybody. Nice to see you here so bright and early on Monday morning. Okay, um, we'll be talking about advertising appeals. Uh, That means the main message in the advertisement. Uh, So, maybe it's your favorite soft drink company, and their appeal is that the drink will make you feel young and attractive. So, that's the central message in their ads. Uh, That's their appeal. Okay, so uh, this morning, what I want to do is compare appeals that use facts and appeals that use emotions, because later we can use these two categories to uh, classify many ads. Okay?
6: Introduction
8: two. Uh, As we mentioned last time, remember last time? I, I want to go back. Um, let's go back to our discussion of what influences how people make purchases. Uh, this is all interesting material, at least I think so, but, uh, we don't have time for all of it today. I'll be offering a course in consumer behavior next semester. So I, uh, I want to give you some background on some of the psychological factors that influence our purchases. Um, you can probably guess that, uh, what goes on in the mind of the consumer is a favorite topic of most marketing students and professors.
6: Introduction
7: 3 Today's topic is near and dear to all of you, I know. Um, we're going to look at brand names. That's right. Like uh, your favorite brand of sports equipment or uh, your favorite soft drink brand. Uh, The name that the company gives the product turns out to be one of the most important factors in a product's success. That's right. Are are you surprised? Uh, Okay. So, um, brand names. I'm going to look at two aspects of electronics brand names. One is how electronics companies choose a brand name, and uh, the other is how they protect the name. And I will stress, they're both extremely important for anyone going into business. First
9: speaker is Satsuki. Hi, what's up everyone? I'm
10: happy to be here today. Uh, I'd like to share my best movie, Psycho. Have you ever heard of it? Psycho? No, I don't know. No? Yeah. <laughs> uh, mm, great. Uh, before talking about it, my favorite genre of movie is kind of psych. Psychological horror which scare me, and my pulse gets higher and higher.
5: I love that. How about you guys?
10: Do you like
5: uh, that kind of feeling?
10: Do you? No. No.
5: Uh Uh-huh. Okay. I feel extremely
10: excited, but I don't express anything on my face. I don't change. Uh, It's always the same, and I never scream. Anyway, uh, this is the reason why I love the scary movies.
8: Introduction 1. Okay, uh, let's get started. In today's class, we'll focus on questions. Uh, The questions you write to find out about the attitudes and opinions of your target market. Uh, Before you conduct any kind of primary research, uh, telephone interview, written questionnaire, focus group, you need to prepare questions, and certain types of questions are best for certain situations. I'll be covering two areas in today's lecture, question types, I'll be explaining different types of questions, and then I'll discuss what types of questions work best with each type of research. This will help as you're preparing questions for your final project. Introduction
6: 2
7: What I want to discuss today is the role of product image in advertising. We've talked about the basic idea that the things people buy add to and reflect their self-image. To illustrate this concept, well, first we'll look at the product image created by a few ads. We'll watch some ads that are currently running on television. I think you'll find it quite interesting. And then we'll move on to how that product image connects to the target market.
8: Introduction 3. All right, we've been discussing cultural differences in buying behaviors. Uh, This morning, I'll give you an overview of the world brand concept. Now, I know you read in your textbook that consumers in different cultures and geographic regions have different needs and that your product will be more successful if you adapt it and its advertising to fit each target market. But some companies find that Certain products, and the ads for those products, do well even though they're made and marketed in almost the same way all over the world. These products are called world brands. Uh, We'll start out with the reasons marketing experts give for using this approach, uh, the benefits of using this approach, and then look at a few companies that have been very successful at creating world brands. i oh. Uh, good afternoon. Hi, everybody. Uh, okay. Uh, I think we should get started. Uh, the clock is already ticking. Uh, okay. Well, today I'll be discussing some of the most important trends in the area of gender and spending. Uh, so uh, that, that means what the latest research is telling us uh, about how men and women spend money today. And... Um, Uh, We'll be discussing several reasons for these trends. So what kinds of electronics uh, women are buying versus uh, what electronic products men are buying? Uh, Because, you see, all of this is incredibly important for uh, marketers and advertisers who work with the technology industry today.
6: Introduction 2
7: All right. Uh, Greetings, everyone. Uh, Let me begin by asking, um, how many of you have bought a new car recently? Or uh, maybe you've been in a car dealer recently. All right, well, some of you have. Well, this morning, what I want to talk about is how new cars are marketed today. And uh, if you watch television, you know what I'm talking about. So, uh... First, we'll look at the recent car market, and then we'll move on to look at a couple of recent case studies from the automotive world.
6: Introduction
8: three. Uh, okay, folks, uh, let's continue our discussion of market plans. Now, I know you read in your textbook that uh, that every business has a plan for how it will sell its product, and... Um, I I just want to add that uh, these plans are very different from company to company. uh, Very different. So, let's see, what I'm saying is that even two companies who sell the same product can market it in completely different ways. Uh, So I'm going to cover three ways that we can uh, analyze market plans, and then we'll look at one specific market plan.
7: Today I'm going to talk about a genre of graffiti. What I mean when I say genre is the type of something. So the graffiti I'm going to talk about is known as New York style. This style of graffiti is connected to the subway graffiti trend that started in the 1970s in New York City, but it spread to other cities in the United States and even other countries. Okay, so these graffiti writers in New York in the 70s usually painted on subway cars while they were parked at night. They didn't have permission to paint the cars, so they needed to work quickly. They usually had two different motivations, or goals, for their work. Uh, The first goal was to get up as much as possible. Uh, What do I mean by get up? Well, to leave a tag on as many subway cars as possible. The other goal was to make something new, stylistically new, something that had never been seen before. This was called making a burner, and it was very important. Both goals were important. So you can see that these two goals were kind of contradictory, meaning that they kind of worked against each other. The work couldn't be too detailed or careful because that would take too much time. But if it was too basic or the same as other writers, you wouldn't get any respect from the other writers. So the quality of the work was judged according to this, this balance of speed and style. So a, a lot of the graffiti on subway trains was just tags, more about getting up than style. And many people who lived in the city of New York were upset about the graffiti because most of it was not beautiful and it felt out of control. So in the 1980s, New York City started an aggressive buffing campaign. Buffing is the slang term for removing graffiti from the trains. Now, I'd like to talk about some of the stylistic elements of the New York style of graffiti writing.
12: mom's car. I can't drive it into the city. Listen, guys, I gotta go downtown. Brad, will you please watch Sarah? No way. What if the house explodes? The house is not gonna explode. You leave him here, and it will. I will be gone an hour there and back. That's it, okay?
7: You guys go steady or what? What? Do you?
12: Yes. Are you two listening to me? My mom is paying you good money to watch me. Well, Brad can watch you. Why would my mom pay you good money for Brad to watch me? Sarah. Why can't we just all go? Because... Do you like
11: him a lot?
12: No. Yes. Which is it? Yes, I like him a lot. No, Sarah, your parents would die if they found out I took you into the city. They'd die if they found out you left me here alone with him. Well, who's going to tell them? Anybody have to go to the bathroom? Nope. Nope. Come on, let's go. Now, if anybody asks, we went for ice cream. Okay. Road trip? Jesus.
11: Where are you going?
12: Downtown. The city? Sarah.
11: Hey, can I go? No, Daryl, go home.
12: Who is this kid? Stray dog.
11: Daryl Coopersmith. And you're Chris Parker, right? Daryl, go home.
8: Today, uh, I'd like to help you understand the details of the new food guide pyramid. Uh, it's called My Pyramid. Maybe you've seen it. Uh, it's the guide produced by the U.S. Department of Agriculture in 2005. When you look at the pyramid, you can see that uh, you can see that this newly designed pyramid has brightly colored bands running from the top to the bottom of the pyramid. Uh, the pyramid looks like a rainbow. Now. Today, uh, we'll look at the food groups represented by the colors. Now, first, here are the six food groups included in the pyramid. Um, These are grains, vegetables, milk, fruit, oils, and meat. Uh, Now, let's look at the details. Uh, Let's begin by looking at the left side, at the widest band, uh, the orange band. This color represents grains. By grains, they mean things like breads, cereals, rice, and pasta. You get the picture. Uh, notice, too, that the, um, that the width of the band suggests how much food a person should choose from each of these groups. Uh, the orange band is the widest, so you can see that they suggest that people eat a lot of grains. The next widest band is the green band. This food group is vegetables. This is also a wide band which tells us something that we all know and of course that is that we should uh, eat a lot of vegetables. Let's look at a few typical examples of foods in the uh, in the vegetable group. Uh, Vegetables are things like you know, lettuce, carrots, peppers, potatoes, and onions. Okay, the next food group in the pyramid is fruit. Fruits are in the red band. I'm sure that you know what fruit is, but let's look at some examples. Uh, Foods like uh, apples, bananas, melons. And uh, interestingly, this food group also includes fruit juices like apple juice and orange juice. Next comes the narrowest band. Uh, That's the yellow one here. Uh, These are oils, also called fats. Now the USDA suggests that, uh, that that people eat only very few foods in this category. Uh, oils here come from uh, they come from many different plants and uh, oh and even from fish. Some oil can be harmful to health if we eat a lot of it. Um, let me give you a couple of examples. Uh, some some common fats that we should eat only a small small amount of are uh, butter and chicken fat. Okay, uh, moving on to the blue band. Uh, the blue band is called milk or, uh, or dairy products. Now, this includes foods like these, uh, cheese, milk, yogurt, ice cream. Uh, this band is wide because, uh, because dairy products have many good nutrients, uh, but they recommend that people have low-fat or non-fat milk products to, um, to keep the intake of fat that's in dairy products low. Okay. Uh, Let's move on. Uh, Lastly, let's look at the purple band. Now, this is the meat and beans food group. Now, all foods in this group are made from foods like uh, meat, poultry, fish, uh, dry beans or peas, uh, eggs, nuts, and seeds. So uh, class, this gives you an idea of, uh, of how to understand the colors and the food groups on the pyramid.
9: Welcome to Popcorn Talk! Popcorn Talk! Popcorn. Yay. <coughs> In our Popcorn Talk, we were talking about our favorite movie, eating popcorn. What kind of flavor do you like? Caramel. <laughs> Caramel! No. <laughs> oh. How about you? <laughs> Caramel. Chocolate. Chocolate. Um, Today's flavor is is caramel. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm definitely waiting for this time.
10: Yeah, me too.
9: Today we have three guests. First, Satsuki, and that's me, (laughs) and Masane.
3: Yes.
9: First speaker is Satsuki
3: Hi,
10: what's up everyone, I'm happy to be here today uh, I'd like to share my best movie, Psycho Have you ever heard of it? Psycho? No, I don't know no. Yeah,
5: yeah
10: uh, Great, uh, before talking about it, my favorite gender of movie is kind of Psycho Psychological horror which scare me, and my pulse gets higher and higher. I love that.
13: How about you guys? Do you like
5: uh, that kind of feeling? Do you? No. No.
10: Uh Okay, I feel extremely excited, but I don't express anything on my face. I don't change. Uh, It's always the same and I never scream. Anyway, Uh, this is the reason why I love the scary movies.
2: I hate horror because I can't sleep after watching them.
3: (laughs) That's cute.
10: (laughs) So, uh, I'm gonna talk about my best movie, Psycho, which was made in 1960 by Alfred Hitchcock. It's an old black and white movie. Cool, isn't it? Have you seen black and white movie, by the way? Have you? Excuse me. Excuse me. Sorry. Have you ever watched a black and white movie? No, no. No. Oh, no, no. I like. Oh uh, no. This started with a uh, woman, Marion, working at real estate company. One day, she gets a new task. Uh, That is, she transferred $80,000 to the bank, which is from the customer. But she don't take it to the bank, and she disappears with $18,000. And she goes to a motel in the suburbs. Then she meets Norman, running by himself, and taking care of his mother uh, so there are two locations two locations the motel and uh, and a house on the top of the hill he lives in the house with his mother this night uh, Norman and Marian have a dinner talking talk each other then she goes back to her room takes her and takes a shower, and suddenly she is stopped in her back and killed by someone. This is intro. Did you get the picture? Yeah. Yeah. Marion is killed by
9: someone. Do you have a favorite scene in yeah, this movie?
10: Of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, the impact I got in this movie the most was a uh, main character, Norman, has dual personalities, which is his uh, own personality and his mother's violence personality.
5: So, at the
10: beginning of the movie, he said, I'm living there with my mother, but um, she's already gone. I mean, she doesn't exist. Then, he inherited her personality, which was violent. That's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Crazy. How many stars do you give for the movie? Um, I'll give this movie five stars out of five. Cause this movie is black and white. Uh, we already been unfamiliar. I've never seen black and white movie before this. Uh, but so cool, as I expected. And this cheapish makes the movie scary. Thank
5: you. <laughs>
10: Thank you.
9: Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. Satsuki. I sell down words for a movie, so. Welcome. Yeah. so I'm interested in psycho. Yes. Next speaker is Natsumi. Yes. Thank you for inviting me today.
14: My favorite movie is Ani. Annie. Do you know Annie? Yes. No, No, I know. No? No. (laughs) Speaking of Annie, it is really famous for a Broadway musical, isn't it? Yuta and Masane? Yes. (laughs) The story of (laughs) Annie has various versions, but among them, I especially like modern movie of 2014 American musical comedy, directed by Will Grock. The main character Kevin Janela Wallace, played Annie, yeah. and Jimmy Fox right. played Stacks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever watched this movie before? Yes. No. no, no. Maybe you know it when you hear this song. Tomorrow, <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> 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 have you ever heard this? Yes, song? I have. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it <laughs> What's so funny? <laughs> it's funny <laughs> uh, It's a story about a strange interact with a small girl called Annie searching for parents and a rich man called Stux plans to use the girl in the election campaign Stux always put his job first and lived alone, but he realized the importance of Annie as he spends time with her.
10: (coughs) What's your favorite scene in this movie?
14: Uh, My favorite scene is the moment when Annie and Stux become a family. This is is nearly end of the movie and they sing a song for I don't need anything but you. This scene makes me really heartwarming, and I feel strong bond between Annie and Stacks. Mm.
9: Mm. <laughs> How many stars do you give for the movie?
14: Uh, I definitely give five stars for this movie, because it this movie has not only many great scenes, but also has great. Musical, so I
5: recommend
9: to watch Ani Satsuki. Oh. <laughs> you will like it. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Thank, <laughs> Thank you. you. Okay. Thank you for Natsumi. I have I have watched <laughs> Ani three times. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Next speaker is Masane. You. Yeah.
2: Thank you. I want you to know the movie named Coco. Its Japanese title is Remember Me. Uh, it was released in March 16, 2018. Uh, this story is set in Mexico, so Mexican music is used very much. Uh, the details of the pictures are drawn very carefully. And, uh, have you ever watched this movie? Yes. Oh. Uh,
12: In Spanish. Oh.
2: Oh. oh, that's great. There is a boy named Miguel who dreams of becoming a musician. While His family have have forbidden him from playing music strictly. Uh, uh, One day he lost in the land of the dead where skeletons live in and is colorful and beautiful. Uh, If Miguel cannot go home before sunrise, his body will disappear and he will not be able to see his family forever. The only recourse is a cheerful but only skeleton. However, he, if he is forgotten by his fami- family, he will disappear from the land of the dead. The important key to pull through this serious situation is hidden in remember me. how
14: many stars do you give
2: for the movie? If I give a five star out of, ah, out of five, because I was deeply impressed by the story and the beautiful family ties. And I always cry when I watch this.
9: What's your favorite scene, Masane?
2: Yeah, uh, there are a lot of my favorite scenes, but I especially I like the scene that Miguel sings with the guitar for his great-grandmother. I started cry when I saw this because I can understand the lyrics of Remember Me and feel the love for family.
9: It will make you cry at least three times. <laughs> Thank you, Masane. I haven't ever watched Coco so I wanna watch it. Last speaker is me. Today I'm talking about my favorite movie. This movie is Love Rosie. Do you know Love Rosie?
14: No. No.
9: Uh in Japan it's called do you know? Ah. I don't
10: speak Japanese. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry.
9: <laughs> so I introduce you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank
10: you.
9: This story is about uh, man and women. This movie is a romance movie and directed by Christian Dieter. It has finished showing in February 6, 2015. This story is about uh, this story's main character uh, Lily Collins, and Sam Graflin. Since the moment they met at the age five, Rosie and Alex have been best friends facing the highs and lows of growing up side by side however one missed opportunity and the decisions that froze their lives in completely different directions in this movie my favorite points uh artful touch and their misunderstanding director adab Nobel, the lighting is quite lovely sunshine in a park or well, lamp light so fearing a darkened bedroom these things have a charm oh, misunderstand each <laughs> others and clean up clean it up have you ever misunderstand with your friends uh, or families yes sometimes sometimes <laughs> i'm not sure yeah.
14: but
5: maybe
14: yeah.
9: Yeah. yes yeah. Uh, i think most people have ever misunderstanding so if you watch this movie you definitely want to say why you don't express your honest feelings
10: why you don't express why your right. your honest feelings
9: uh. <laughs> yeah now we really
7: have
9: to end our show finally i give you this movie 5 stars out of 5 yeah, because it attracts me and draws me in movie. Okay. Thank you.
5: Thank you.
10: Great! Uh, thank you for all of the information. How was it?
13: Good?
10: Yeah. Uh, how was the taste of pop?
11: So...
10: Oh, thank you. Uh, We had four movies. Love Rosie, Annie, Coco, and Psycho. Which one would you like to watch the best? That's me.
14: Uh, I'd like to watch...
5: Psycho. Psycho.
10: (laughs) And you, Yuta? Psycho? Ah, Psycho. (laughs) And Masane?
5: Cycle uh, uh, <laughs>
10: Actually, I hardly ever see musical. I mean... need But I got interested in it. So this weekend, I'm gonna chill out in my space, watching Love Frozen. Alright, thank you guys for catching this podcast. And hope you guys have a good day. Bye! Bye! Bye.
0: Hello, you guys. Welcome to lunchtime. Hey. Yay. Yay. <laughs> so this is Taiki as a host in this podcast, and a co-host is Tomoya. And a two guests is Guess It. You enjoy. Every members have different experiences, so we would like to share with them. Let's get started. So who
1: would
0: you like to first? Yes, yeah, me. Yes, please. Sen Hi, guys.
1: Hi. 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 And hello out there. Today, I want to share my personal experience about learning a new language. Do you think you need to learn a new language before you go abroad? Yes.
2: Yes. yes. Of course.
1: That's right. You all say yes. But let me tell you, in my case, I didn't learn Japanese before I went to Japan. Yes, it's a little crazy, but I have to say it didn't matter. Let me tell you more details about my story. So, three years ago, I came to Tokyo without studying Japanese. At that time, I lived with my relative, so even if I couldn't speak Japanese, there was no inconvenience in my life. However, once my Taiwanese friends come to Tokyo, I went to Ikebukuro to match them. At that time, my smart home didn't connect to the Internet. When I arrived in Ikebukuro, I started looking for the maps. However, all the maps I found was written in Japanese. I could neither understand nor speak Japanese, and I couldn't use my smart home to find out the distance. I feel really bad and anxious about it. In the end, I didn't meet my friends and lost my distance in Ikebukuro Station for about three hours. So... So, how do you think I survived? Well, with this terrible experience, I decided to start Japanese hard. So, I entered a Japanese language school and started ju- studying the basic Japanese grammar. I also attend language exchange seminars where I met a lot of friends who want to learn Chinese. My Japanese friends and I often practice language and read books in the library together after school. Did it work? Yes, my Japanese has improved a lot since I started exchange languages.
0: So, what was the most important life lesson that you learned?
1: Mm, well, the most important life lesson I learned is that if you want to speak a new language well, first, it's better for you to find a language-eastern person or find negative people to practice your new languages. You will find that you not only improve your new language but also can learn more about their culture and their life. Second, you need to speak more new languages than speak your native language. Whether you can speak it well or not, just speak it. Like me, I almost speak Japanese every day. Now my Japanese is better than my Chinese. So I think it's possible for you to study abroad without learning the language before. But it could be really hard at first. Don't give up.
3: So do you feel any difficulties now?
1: Yeah, sadly, I still feel some Japanese grammar is unfamiliar. I mean that grammar used in academic writing. For example, when writing an essay or a report, I still need to find out how to write it or how to explain something in Japanese. I feel that speaking is totally different from writing because I have only studied Japanese grammar for a short time and only have very little experience in writing essays. So, I'm still bad at writing, although I can speak Japanese well.
0: So, from now on, do you have any future goals?
1: Yes, of course. Now I have a new goal. Guess what? I decide to read a Japanese book every day and write a diary. I believe writing diary and reading more books will help me become more familiar with Japanese. So, for all you English language learners out there, try my advice and good luck.
0: Oh, thank you, Joy. Nice experiences, you know. Yes. Yeah. So, who <laughs> would you like to go next?
4: I'm going. I'm going. Okay, you. Please. Thanks, Saiki. So, hi, guys and listeners. This is you. So, I'm from Hokkaido, Japan, and I have practiced karate when I was five years old. So, today I'm going to talk about my experience. It con- connected my junior high world. So, in 2013, I went to Osaka to participate karate training camp in the high school. So, that high school is very famous for karate. <clears throat> About 50 junior high school girls and karate club high school girls practiced for two nights and three days. So many of junior high girls came from Kansai area or came with the same school. So almost all of them already had been friends before starting training. It's too bad for me. On the other hand, nobody come, came with me. I went on trip for 14... 1,400 kilometers. I felt alone and that situation made me nervous. However, I could make some friends and enjoy training with them. So I can enjoy that training. And in the training, so we could sit with friends when we were in mealtime. So in this camp, we had barbecue in last evening. So I was looking forward to that day because I really like eating. So, my friends couldn't eat well because they were too tired to eat, but I ate three times or more as much as my friend did them, maybe so i can I can't eat as much as before now. Oh. Mm. <laughs> then the head coach in the high school in that high school praised me for my eating, so she said, "How will you eat so I think that players who eat will become stronger. Maybe she pressed me only eat eating. But I was very glad about it. So I finished that camp with satisfaction and but in December that year, in twenty thirteen, head coach called me and she said please came to please come to our school if you want. I want to aim for number one in Japanese high school with you. I can't be what she said, but it is an uh, honor for me. So I decided to move to Osaka. I practiced hard to be a champion. So in conclusion, I learned a thing in that camp. Something looks like irrelevant, sometimes becomes the chance of my dream. Because I can say I decide my future, future career by eating.
0: Thank you, you. but I have a questions for you. Like, I want to know a comparison between males and females in karate. So, is karate male's competition, isn't it?
4: I think no, but some people connect karate with gender. So, yeah, I'm going to talk about the karate and gender a little bit. So, in my case, my high school karate club has only women members because my high school was a girls' school until 2006. And also my university's karate club didn't have female players before. So, but now I'm joined, I'm participated in karate club. So we have uh, six, player, fem- six women players now. And <clears throat> in karate world, men and women are not equal in a competitive situation. But there are many good women players. So they practice as hard as men and they have really good skills and continue to practice. Also there are women referees as many as men in the world. So there are also there are approaches of gender equality that are uh, made by the female governing bodies in Japan Cartoon Federation. For example, they make a newsletter for women card players in Japan. So I think card world is uh, It's relatively a gender equal society, I think. So if you have chance, please try to do karate. So it's gender equal sports, I think. Yeah.
0: I see. Thanks you. And uh, is it cold today? What do you think?
3: Yes. (laughs)
0: Maybe too cold. Yeah, cold. Yeah. Yeah. So. Would you like to go next? Of course. OK:
5: Bro.
3: Hey guys. Hi. It's good to be here. You know what? I went to U.S. two times during my study I in Canada, actually.
0: Where did you go?
3: First of all, New York City, I went there alone. It has been my dream to spend a time in New York City since I was a kid. I walked around the city on Christmas like the boy from Home Alone 2. Originally, I loved the movie. For me, the time was dreamlike atmosphere. I wish I could go there on Christmas next year, but for me, the main event was celebrating New Year's Eve at Times Square. When you hear that, you'll be jealous of me, you know, but it was so hard because I was waiting there about 11 hours. Unfortunately, it was super raining and cold. It said it was the best. Uh, no, it was the first time the raining at Times Square on December 31. But I got an amazing and wonderful experiences. Uh, secondary, Grand Canyon. First of all, we rent a car in Los Angeles. Originally, I like to drive a car, so I got an international driver's license in Japan. One of us drove it as well, but I underestimated to drive it because I was confident to do it. But in US, vehicles are left-hand driven, not right-hand drive, and drive on the right as well. When I first drove it, I really got confused then. Also, the guy who has a driver's license lacked confidence in driving because he rarely driving. Originally, one more guy was supposed to drive it, but he lost his wallet, including his driver's license, before the trip. So anyway, we took turns at driving on the long journey. We ended up driving 2000 kilometers in US. By the way, the scenery was far beyond our imagination. I really recommend you go there. But I was so scary when I was looking at my friends because they were standing on the edge of a cliff to take some pictures. I didn't do that because I was a chicken. For me, it was the best trip that I have ever had. Through this trouble, I have grown up in many ways. One thing, what I want to say is if you don't go abroad, you will always remain narrow-minded. So that's my memorable experiences.
0: So, I have a question. Originally, what is the Grand Canyon and why did you go there?
3: Oh, well. Grand Canyon National Park encompasses canyons, small river, and surrounding grounds. The Grand Canyon is situated in northwest of Arizona, with millions of visitors making the trip to the canyon each year. This park is one of the most visited tourist, tourist destinations in the world. In addition, the park has been a UNESCO World Heritage Site since 1979. And also, the reason why we went to Grand Canyon was it had been my dream to go there since I was a young, and also I wanted to treat myself because of my study abroad was almost done, and I am grateful for my family in giving me the opportunity to go to u s Yes, so it's time to end
0: wait 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 I want to
3: share with my experiences. Uh, just kidding man so go go ahead
0: okay thanks bro so I want to share me with my experiences so maybe you know I love to doing workout you know. Yeah. So, but maybe every members don't know why I started working now. Well, we don't know. don't know. So, I will introduce myself. So, I made muscle training about two years ago, wow. when I was watching YouTube to kill time YouTuber named Kani King came out in the recommended section. At first, I started watching it as I as if I was free, but that didn't stop at once. His body is amazing, so amazing. And I wanna get one like this. I was fooling around thinking about how, how I could reach this level and when I realized I was at the gym. At first, it is no wrong exercise level. I went to the gym with a sense of distraction rather than training. The days that go to the week are also different. I was thinking only to be able to go without difficulty. However, it wants to surface kind of somebody, some someday. I wanted to look back at the people around me so I went to the gym constantly and changed my training menu routines everything That was how, how I got into muscle training
5: <sighs> <laughs>
0: So and you know, my training menu is separate my my parts of body, like five divided, five division, five divides.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. And uh, so I forgot this. And just a moment. And <laughs> <laughs> so like, however, since the body parts are divided so far, I will never forget compromise in each training. I will not give up on myself and will hurt myself and ex- exceed the limit. Today's this than yesterday's self. I am tomorrow more than I am today. I train in the gym with that uh, in mind, no matter how much I feel. Go to the next for the time being. Then ask yourself in the mirror, can you skip today? No, 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 no. Beyond Destroy the Fall. Then keep training and push your limits. This is my training. You can train your mind and your body. There are only good things. That is my training and the reason why I started working out. So
1: are you doing anything as per workout?
0: Of course, like eating habits so important when I do or keep doing workout. Eating habits are very closely related to bodybuilding. In my opinion, it's more important to review your diet than to train to change your body. No matter how well, you train, why not just eat junk food? Do you think it will change? It doesn't change. (laughs) We, We trainees have a weight gain period and a weight loss period, but the training content doesn't change much. Basically, you just change your diet. For example, I lost 15 kilograms in this weight loss period, wow. of course, while leaving the muscle. Mm-hmm. It's long to talk about this diet, and it's easy to tell. It's not easy to tell. The key is to calculate macro and micronutrition and consume the right amount for your body. That's all but it's painful and long. Macronutrition is protein, lipid, and carb. like in Japanese words is This is macronutrition. The micronutrition are fine element, elements so such as vitamins, zinc, and so on if you want to lose weight you should eat a high protein low-fat diet there are various types of dieting methods such as low carb diet low-fat diet and ketogenic diet will you introduce that next week but basically eating heavy the same meals as you do without getting tired that is very important. In my case, I now eat 3,500 kilocalories meals in a day divided into five meals. It takes about 180, kilo, 180 grams a day for protein alone. It, I keep it. This is my diet, like this is my routine.
3: So, you got a lot of information of training, man. So, that's really helpful. So, unfortunately, now we are literally time to end. We had a wonderful time today as well. Uh, today, we got some stories the study abroad in Japan from Joey, karate from you, workout from taiki, and traveling, traveling in US from me. Thank you for your patience. I wish you all a good day. Listen to Lunchtime Podcast next time. See you then. Bye. Bye.
6: I'm just trying to see if I can record something and then add music at the beginning. And the end.